Our rights to life and liberty are tied inexplicably with property ownership. Our republic's founding fathers understood this. The right to be secure in our property is fundamental to the rest of our rights as citizens. I'm Michael Quinn Sullivan with a reflection on life and liberty. The right to own property is not merely a political or economic construct, but it's an idea rooted deeply in the moral fabric of humanity. Despite what the woke millennial pastors peddling soft socialism on social media will try to say, the right of an individual to own property is central to Scripture. Property rights are so intrinsic in the Bible that you find them twice in the Ten Commandments. The Seventh Commandment is easy. You shall not steal. Of course, it's not that easy. To understand the full significance of the Ten Commandments, it's helpful to think of their obverse. For example, the fifth commandment is, you shall not murder. Just don't murder anyone, right? (laughs) Wrong. The law of God is about something more than just the letters arranged in a sentence. It's the spirit we must also embrace. We must understand that the fifth commandment also goes to the way we protect, honor, and celebrate life. It's not enough that I don't murder someone. I must be actively engaged in helping those in need. So when Scripture tells us in the seventh commandment that God says we shouldn't steal, it implies something deeper about the nature of property rights. By virtue of being told not to take what belongs to someone else, we're also being told that people have a right to be secure in the ownership of things. This goes even deeper in the tenth commandment. And it goes like this, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. Beyond simply desiring similar success or possessions, coveting is the unhealthy desire to take away what someone else has earned or been given. The Tenth Commandment is not a warning against aspiring to be better. Quite the opposite. It is, though, an injunction against scheming to take away that which belongs to someone else. We pay high lip service to the principles of free markets, but we have allowed a very unscriptural view towards property to arise. In Texas, we don't actually own our homes or land. They all belong to the state. You disagree? Well, try not making your annual rent payment to the school district, city, county, hospital district, and community college and see how long you get to remain on their land and in their home. (laughs) Wait, sorry. I said rent. I should have said property taxes. But it's the same difference. The property tax system and consequences for not paying up are indistinguishable from the tactics of a heartless landlord or the wealth redistribution schemes of a Marxist. We just dress it up differently. The modern property tax system is based on coveting what our neighbor possesses and wanting it so badly that we seek to punish him for having it. Taxes have become weaponized against property ownership. Property rights must be about something more than trimming trees when you like or repainting the front door whatever color you want. We do not truly have a right to property until we own it without paying rent to the government. Ultimately, we must recognize the centrality of property ownership in pursuit of our inalienable rights to life and liberty.
Hey, be sure to subscribe to the Reflections podcast, rate it, leave a review, and encourage your friends to listen. The Reflections podcast is presented by Texas Scorecard, and today's edition was produced by Walker York in the 1836 studios. I'm Michael Quinn Sullivan. Thanks for listening.